All right, let me introduce you to our guests in no particular order. And uh, I'm going to begin with uh, a registered counselor, a marriage therapist, a mental health practitioner, a psychology lecturer. Well, today he's not coming to us as that. As we all know, this is Facts of Faith. He's talking to us as the lead pastor of uh, the Cathedral of Restoration. Pastor Lihokonolo, I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm reading that. Is it Lihokonolo? Mazindo. Pastor Mazindo, good evening to you and welcome. Thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Thank you very much for having me, Naya, and good evening to the listeners. Thank you very much. Also, we do have a historian and a cultural expert, Kayan Duendwe. Am I reading that correctly? Kayan Duendwe. Good evening to you and welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. Is it Duan doing it? Okay, yes, it's misspelled yes, yes. there. Good evening to you, yeah. sir, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Okay, evening, sir. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Now, I want to read this for everyone to understand exactly where I'm coming from so that we all understand where the confusion is not supposed to be. And as such, we need to all be on the same page. We're talking about two communities here in South Africa. Communities that are identifying themselves as... Abantu, Abangabenguni, Abantu, the Bantu, who are identifying themselves as Abenguni, who have Izitugu. I do understand there are other African communities and kingdoms who have Izitugu, Izitagazelo, whatever you want to call them. But I'm focusing particularly on those that are here in South Africa, in Sub-Saharan Africa, because that's what we're, what's who we're broadcasting to. And they, the very same people who are identifying themselves as Christian. And the Christian Bible seems to have a very narrow definition of family, whereas the Abenguni, the Bantus who are Abenguni, have a very broad definition of family. And that's what I want to read to you tonight. And this definition, or at least the proscriptions, come from the book of Leviticus. It begins in verse 6. You must never have sexual intercourse with a close relative for I am the Lord. So it begins like that. A close relative. It tells you close relatives. So distant relatives, according to this verse, is okay. It continues to count. Do not violate your father by having sexual intercourse with your mother. That's an obvious one, right? She is your mother. You must never have intercourse with her. Fine, that's verse 7. Verse 8. Do not have sexual intercourse with any of your father's wives. For this would violate your father. That still makes sense, right? Your father's wives. Verse 9. Do not have sexual intercourse with your sister or half-sister. Half-sister means your daughter, the daughter of your stepfather or daughter of your stepmother. That's your half-sister. Yeah, okay. Do not have sexual intercourse with your sister or half-sister, whether she is your father's daughter or your mother's daughter, whether she was brought up in the same family or somewhere else doesn't really matter as long as they're your half-sister don't right that's clear enough verse 10 do not have sexual intercourse with your granddaughter whether your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter that would violate you that's clear your daughter and your granddaughter that's obvious do not have sexual intercourse with the daughter of any of your father's wives she's your half-sister that's clear do not have intercourse verse 12 don't have intercourse with your aunt your father's sister your father's sister so your father's relatives sister and brothers 
out of the page, right? Because she is your father's close relative. Do not have sexual intercourse with your aunt, your mother's sister. So even on your mother's side, you cannot have your mother's sisters. Yeah, because she is your mother's close relative. And do not, verse 14, do not have, uh, do not violate your uncle, your father's brother, by having sexual intercourse with his wife. Ah, so it goes now to your father's wife. She's also your aunt. Do not have sexual intercourse with your daughter-in-law. She is your son's wife. That's clear. Verse 16, do not have intercourse with your brother's wife. This would violate your brother. That's clear. Do not. Verse 17, do not have sexual intercourse with both a woman and her daughter or marry both a woman and her granddaughter, whether her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter, they are close relatives. And to do this would be a horrible wickedness. Verse 18, don't marry a woman and her sister because they will be rivals. But if your wife dies, then it is all right to marry her sister. All right. Verse 19, do not violate a woman by having sexual intercourse with her during her period. Okay, this is something else. Another conversation. So these people are defined. It says nothing, absolutely nothing about people of the same clan. Nothing about people of the same clan. So that's where we are going to have our conversation for tonight. Let's begin with What does African culture say is the line? Where do we draw the line? Why can't I marry Uchatebe because I am a Why can't I marry my own clan? Because they are not in this circle. Who is my relative as far as African culture is concerned? My man, I hear you very clearly. <laughs> Luckily, I did open my Bible as you readers keep on reading with you. According to our culture, it is not allowed to marry somebody who is we are sharing the same surname. Yes. Yes. Some other people they'll ask me they'll ask the question what is going to happen or why. Wait, wait, so you're so, saying surname. Surname, not his duke, eh? According to our Zulu, in, in, your, in your culture, you call it Isidugo. In our culture, it's Isitagazelo. Yes, yes. So it's not a surname, yes. it's a clan name, yeah? Yeah, clan name, yes. Yes, let go ahead. Go through, let me go through like this. Okay. I'm from Gwandwandwe. Yes. We are people from Numado. Yes. These people, if Umtagazelo, both we share the same Isitagazelo, both as we yes yes but these are two different houses but from one man yeah it means that Mumalo and Rwanda is the one and the same person <laughs> yes go ahead yeah, yeah it, it might sound difficult no 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 uh, I'm, I'm listening to it <laughs> go ahead yeah, go ahead yeah yeah mm. so we are not allowed because a lady from guangumano and not Mumalo alone we've got masugu and uh, other other kids yeah they are belong to us yeah let me divert let me take the name of, of Mbuisa. yeah these people they are here Wazulu, but they came from the soto uh, uh, during the battles of ushaga some other people run down to eat the Yes. You you remember because Shaga when Shaga defeated Sweden, everybody was scared to call themselves Ndwande because we are the enemy of the Zulu people by that time. Okay. When they go down uh, to cross Mzimkul, 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 they call themselves Gini 
which was the guy where uh, the name was from Kwambu Yisa, but he, he used his name as a, as the same name. If he's there, we say Peshia Wengi, but it is a yeah. name. Yes. They call themselves owned in the party. Originally, are from KZN, they are original and the same name is Mbuyisa. Yeah. So the, if I am going to Eastern Cape, I meet somebody from Dini, that, that person, if I'm from Guambuisa, is my relative because yeah. we are coming from one man. Yes. Yes. So it's not allowed. What happened if we, if we caught up something like that? Definitely, what thing, well, the thing that's going to happen, a first child is going to, to, to come out with a disability. Most of the time. <laughs> so the elders will avoid this because it will show, you will only find that somebody wasn't aware that he is my relative. But when the son is born, because they are, we are practicing a different area, rituals and cultures, yes. they only find that, no, these people are, were related. That's yes. why they, they produce that kind of a, a, a kid who is so disabled. All right. So tell me, yeah. why, why, why would you go back to relations that were destroyed in 1888? Why would we go back to 1888? Because we have how, had how many? 123 <laughs> generations from 1888 yeah. to now. Why would we say somebody who I was related to in 1888? When the population was by far less than what it is today, we have no genetic relations as we do today. This, the stretch of the genome chain is very disparate now. If we were 88 or 99% uh, related in 1888, right now we're probably 12% related in terms of our yeah. genetics. Why would you claim that we are still related? Why are we saying we are one people? There is an English idiomatic that says blood is thicker than water. Yes, you, yes. You, 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 you can't dilute that blood because it's from my, we are coming from the one blood. So you, we, we can't change whether we like it or not. We can be a Christian or non-Christian. That genetic is still stand the same. Uh, it, I have to, to hide some other thing because some other things are, are private to our cultures. If uh, I can go, if you can come to me, I can tell you privately to say, you see this guy, because he's disabled, it was because of one, two, and you will be my witness by that day, because that thing happened. You like it or not, but it did happen. Natural. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this. Uh, where do we get it from that um, children born with disabilities are a result of um, sexual relations amongst families. Where do we get that from? Oh, oh, okay, okay. I understand your question because some other people, they just born like that. But as a historian, I did make a research. Yeah. I, I'm 100% sure that if you married somebody, you, I've got one guy that I know is, is the first born was having a disability. And one day he did tell me privately to say, no, I, I made a mistake because I, I, I fell asleep with my, my sister. I, I, I understand the history. Yes. I'm trying yes. to establish the evidence that gives evidence. rise to these things that we're alleging are historical. Is there evidence yes. to support the fact that I am having a disability because my mother and my father were related one way or the other. Is there any evidence to support that? 
I think a person who was born in that situation can be a witness. Because some other people are having a disability, but without this relationship. But I, we do have people who come, who, who are the result of this process. I, so there's no evidence. Is that, is that what you're saying? That we yeah, don't have any yes. evidence. It's just people giving us anecdotes and what they're suspecting. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. When I take a break and come back, when we come back, when I hear from the pastor, what does faith say about this predicament that the Abenguni, particularly the Abenguni and who are identifying themselves as Christians, have as far as this fam- family situation? You're listening to Facts of Faith. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. All right, I want you to take your calls now. I want you to call in and tell me what you think. As a person of faith, whether you are a Christian who does not subscribe to the notion of Isidugo, or whether you are a Christian that subscribes to the notion of Isidugo, where do you stand if your Bible says this and then... Your culture and your heritage, your pedigree says you cannot anyone who is a lubi, a khatebe, a bele, a fengu, stay away. Which just takes away entirely everyone in your sphere of operation. We need to find out. The lines are open. Call us here in the studio. Um, no, oh, the number to dial 86 Let's try that again. That's the number. Write it down. Save it on your phone. 086-000-2032. That's our line. If you put, want to put a call through the studio, we'll engage on this question. You can give your answers and your perspective, your understanding. Or you'd love to send a voice note instead. Feel free to send that voice note or a WhatsApp text to the WhatsApp number 0614-104-107-0614-104-107. Send your WhatsApp voice notes and a WhatsApp text. Let us know what you think. What should be the case? What does your faith say as far as these family relations that seem to be very, well... Odd. Let's get from the pastor now. What exactly does this mean? Pastor, once again, welcome. Uh, do tell us, Pastor Mazindo, what exactly should we be seeing as people who are Abenguni and also Christian? Who can we marry and who can we, can we not? All right. Thank you very much for your time. Um, we, we let literature from the Holy Scriptures teaches us that life um, especially the life of human beings began in the Garden of Eden. And then it teaches us that the first person to be created was Adam, and the second person was Eve, his wife. And then um, I, 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 call, I, I want to categorize that as uh, the era of creation. Um, and I want to also talk about the category of the era of the calling, and I want to talk about the era of the commandments. So in the era of the of creation, it was only a man, one man and one woman. And they had children. And their children had children as well. And the question is, how did they have children? In the beginning, during the times of creation, incest was the only option. Like, people had to marry their sisters to have children. 
and then and then it, that's how life began because life came from only two people who gave birth to people who need to marry who needed to marry one another and give birth to other people as well. But as time went on and uh, um, the the population of humanity increased, we went to the era of the calling where God called Abraham. Uh, and, and used him to establish a nation for himself, the nation out of which our Savior, Jesus Christ, was um, born. And then during the time of the calling, Abraham explains in Genesis 20, verse 12, that Sarah, his wife, was actually his half-sister. Um, they shared the same father, but they did not share the same mother. So that, that, is the, that is the first uh, patriarch from the Bible whom God established a covenant with, um, who actually was married to his sister. And then after that, they gave birth to Isaac, and Abraham gave an instruction when time for Isaac came for him to get married. He said um, to his servant, please uh, do not go to the foreigners to find a wife for my son. Instead, go to my relatives and find a wife for my son there. And then that's where the servant went to um, Isaac's uncle, Bethuel, to find Rebecca. So Rebecca is actually Isaac's cousin. And then and both Isaac and, uh, and Rebecca, they gave birth to Jacob and Esau. And when time came for Jacob to get married, he got attracted to Rachel, who was the daughter of her uncle Laban. So in other words, Jacob was also attracted to her cousin. So, But um, the uncle Laban was conflicted because according to the laws, the younger sister was not supposed to be married before the older sister. So Rachel was the younger sister, Leah was the elder sister. So what um, Laban had to do was to offer Leah first as, as, as the wife to Jacob, and then um, after another seven years, offer Rachel. And that's how uh, Jacob ended up with two wives who are actually sisters. So um, jo- those are the times of the calling or the covenant. Yes, yes the calling. And then the commandment is the, the one that you read in the book of Leviticus, where God specifies the sorry, the, the close relatives that we are not supposed to marry or have sexual relationships with. He mentioned a lot of other things except cousins. Uh, there's no way in that portion of scripture where God says you shall not marry your cousin. He, he does say you shall not marry your aunt or your uncle, uh, but you are not. Uh, there's no way where she, he said you are not supposed to marry your cousin. So if you can see, um, Isaac married his cousin, which God said nothing about in Leviticus, and Jacob met, uh, married his cousins, which God said nothing about in Leviticus. But he did mention, though, that you should not marry your brother's wife, because now you will be violating your brother, except if your brother dies. So now... Um, Rachel was actually sort of guilty of marrying uh, her sister's uh, husband. And if you can check the people like Abraham and Rachel, uh, uh, they are the ones who violated the Leviticus principle even before the law, the, 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 the commandments were given. And both of them struggled to have children. Abra- Abraham struggled to have children with, with, with Sarah. And Jacob struggled to have children with Rachel, but 
it, we, we don't see anything on record that Isaac and Rebecca struggled to have children. Actually, he became pregnant with twins, Jacob and Esau. So that could open our eyes to the fact that maybe marrying um, Abraham, marrying his sister, and Rachel marrying his uh, marrying her sister's husband might have to do with the fact that they struggle to have children at the end of the day. So um, it's actually those three dispensations. But even though uh, it was mentioned that you should not have sexual relations or marry your close relatives, um, it, cousins were not mentioned. And in our, I'm a Sutu, even though the name is Mazindo, the Shohonolo is a Sutu name. So in our culture as Basutu, we have this saying that what does, what, what does that mean? The cows must come back to their family. So for that to happen, we should marry our cousins. So the Sutu culture allows people to marry their cousins so that Okay, Mpunis, all right. So the bottom line is you as a pastor, lead pastor of your church, you would marry family relatives. You would would officiate in a a wedding where cousins are getting married. Where cousins are getting married, but not yes. brothers and sisters, not not the close relatives that are mentioned in the Bible, but when it's cousins, I can. So I want to read this um, again. It's from your text, um, verse fourteen, Leviticus chapter eighteen, verse fourteen. And do not violate your uncle, your father's brother, by having sexual intercourse with his wife. She's also your aunt, right? So yes. you cannot have sex with your aunt, but you can marry your aunt's children. Is that what you're saying, Pastor? It's not what I'm saying. It's what the Bible is not saying. (laughs) Because it it mentioned all the close relatives that you're not supposed to have. No, no, Pastor. The the Pastor, you're absolutely absolutely correct to say that the Bible did not say that. That's why I'm asking you if that's what you are saying. Because the Bible has said nothing about you can marry your cousin. But it does tell us stories of people who married their cousins without any repercussions. And it says absolutely and, nothing about those repercussions being a result of them being relatives. That is what you yeah, made there up. Were not, there, were not, there were no repercussions at all. The repercussions were when Abraham married his sister and Rachel married her sister. You don't know that. that you just made that up, Pastor. The Bible doesn't say those were repercussions of marrying your sister. You're never going to find that in your scriptures. Yeah, you made that one yeah, up. It doesn't say that. And I, then I why it, do you I say it does? Very, I made it very clear that that that, that, that um, Abraham and and Sarah had something in common. I, I didn't say the Bible says that. It is me who's, who's, who's actually linking the two because if you read chapter 20 of Leviticus, there are places where God says, if you marry this person, you will not have children with them. All right, let's go to Leviticus chapter 20. Which verse do you want us to read, Pastor? Right, okay. Um, let's, let's, I'm go- I, I think we're going to start in verse 11. Okay. I want to show you where, it, not necessarily where he speaks about um, the, the siblings, but he, he, he does mention that if you have sexual relations with certain 
Let's read it first. Let's read first, and then you'll tell us what you think of it, Pastor. Okay. So right. which let's let's look at verse let's eleven at up until which verse? 20. Let's look at verse twenty specifically. Okay, verse twenty reads: can, If a man yeah. has intercourse with his uncle's wife, he has violated his uncle. Both the man and woman involved are guilty of a capital offense and will die childless. That's where I got my hypothesis from. It's an it's a hypothesis. I'm not saying it's how it has been. But okay. Uh, like let, I let's 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 get that clear. Let's let yeah. Let's let let's agree with this hypothesis of yours. Let's follow that hypothesis, uh, 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 Pastor. Both these families that you've cited, the family led by Abraham and his children, oh, and his family with uh, Sarah, who's sis, who's half sister, uh, they did not die childless. So as far as this verse is concerned, verse 20, 2020 says you will die childless. The same applies with Jacob and his two wives and then two concubines. They had children. They did not die childless. That hypothesis effectively falls away. Right. Um, I, I, I agree with you there. But remember, it, t- it took supernatural means for Sarah to conceive. And the Bible does mention that she was barren. And that is, that is another message because it brings another message of how God can actually interrupt the course of nature to make sure that he puts his covenant um, 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 maybe in the right place where he wants it. I, I hear so, you. I hear you, Pastor. I have no problem with that. What I'm saying is as far as your hypothesis is concerned, the very same God who gave the instruction in the book of Leviticus is the one that intervened in the case of Abraham and Sarah. This is the very same Abraham and Sarah who became the father of the faithful. Isaac becoming the father of the faithful in the Judeo-Christian community. And with this very same Isaac came uh, Jacob who became the father of the 12 sons of Jacob, the, the 12 tribes. So effectively, there is no way that hypothesis could be applied in the context of 2020, Leviticus 2020, because we have 12 children coming out of Jacob in spite of the fact that he married his cousins and so forth. These are not just his cousins, but they were sisters, which is not supposed to be. And by the way, Leviticus was not even applicable at the time. Why would you use the book of Leviticus, which was not applicable during Jairus' times? That is why I call it the, the dispensation or the era of commandments. And, and that's where these said, commandments came li- may, may, long may, after. They came, let, came long let, after the Abraham and Jacob were, right? Yes, certainly. They came long after that. How do, you, how, do you, how, how, how do you blame people for breaking a law that never existed? Because during Abraham's time, there was no book of Leviticus. There were no instructions of Leviticus. How do you blame uh, Jacob for breaking a law that never existed? Because there was no book of Leviticus. There were no instructions from the book of Leviticus. Yeah. Leviticus I, comes I, I, after yeah. they, they've gone to Egypt and they've come back. So there were no think, such yeah, things uh, that they're broken. Yeah, I think we are, we are dwelling too much on hypothesis and we are deviating from scripture here. Let me just abandon the hypothesis and agree with you that it falls away and then let's go back to scripture. Is that fair enough? 
Remember, Pastor, the scripture that we are talking about is the book of Leviticus, and our founding text is 18, right? It's Leviticus chapter 18. And my question is, we, why are we using the story of Abraham and the story of Jacob to give an explanation of something that did not exist during their time? Why would we talk about something that did not exist during their time? There was no Leviticus at the time. Let's, 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 let's look at common sense a little bit here. If, 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 let's say we don't have a law that says do not kill. That's right. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean if you kill, even if there's no law, the person is not going to die. Remember, the law, the law is made based on something that's already happening. Correct. So it doesn't, before, before God said, thou shalt not kill, yes. Cain had already killed Abel. Yes. So the law that came after, long after Cain killed Abel, it didn't yes. apply, but Abel still died. So we cannot exempt people from the consequences of breaking the law that never was, simply because that law was never there in the first place. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, this, this is our conversation in South Africa. We're trying to understand where does commu- the, the, our communities, where do they draw the line? So, again, let's go back to your principle, Mfundis. Can we, or can we as Abenguni, can we, I am a Khatebe, and my mother, my father is a Khatebe, my mother is a Bele. Does it mean I cannot marry a Khatebe or a Bele? Um, unfortunately, I'm not Ishubi, and, and uh, I'm speaking from a biblical context. I understand, I understand. I'm, what, I'm, what I'm trying to get from you, Pastor, is as a pastor who's a Christian, if I were to be a member of your church, would you marry me if I married a Khadebi? Would Remember, you officiate um, in my I'm, marriage? As a pastor, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm directed by the Bible, but I, I, don't, I also don't want to be seen to be contravening other people's way of doing things. Yes. So if your culture doesn't allow me yes. to marry your people who are cousins, yes. and, and the Bible allows me, I'm yeah. not going to marry them simply because your culture doesn't allow them. I'm not okay. going to impose what is from my um, perspective into your culture. Okay. All right. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> Um, we have a problem. We have people who are members of your cultural community who are still believers in the Bible. What would you advise those people? Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Yes. So what would you advise me? You're hearing that the pastor says cousins can be married. It's not a problem as far as the Bible is concerned. You know, I, I don't know, because we have got different principles <laughs> we have to apply. But to our uh, as Linguni people, to us, mm. the, I, I am a Zulu, I was born from Guanongoma. Yeah. We, we, if you are in love, they, they say in Isi Zulu, it's easy to, to fall in love with someone who is your relative. Yeah. They say, Guzwane is in but because they are coming from the same blood. Yeah, yeah. So that's why they say, no, try to run away to that thing. where It is not allowed. In any way, it's not allowed. But I did hear the pastor saying their culture, according to their culture, it's allowed. Yeah. 
as a, a historian and the cultural expert. Some other things I used to dig deep down to find out why you, you, you avoid, how, 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 how did you manage to avoid these disability things? Because it's really it's happening. We, 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 we have we've already established, Adunduan, that there is no evidence to back that up because there are a lot of people who, yeah. who, who, who have disabilities that have absolutely nothing to do with families yes. or family relations. So that is just yes. a, a story we are told. It's legend. Right. It's not truth. It's not fact. It's unbased on any fact or, or, or evidence, right? Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you, but where I'm stuck, I've got people... There I can show you the, these people, they committed this thing and they, they, yeah. uh, this is the result. People so, whom I know very well. If I were to tell but, you, Dadun if I were to show you people who have perfectly uh, 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 open about it, they are open about the fact that this is my cousin's sister, we are, we are both mm-hmm. Okadebe, or even to the extent that uh, this is a Lupondwana, but this Lupondwana comes from Amabele, and this mm-hmm. is a Lupondwana who is a Chawe, but we're both Lupondwanas, yeah. we married, and there's nothing happened. Our children are okay. There is nothing there. Is, they don't live with a disability. <laughs> what <laughs> then would you say? Would you say now <laughs> it's a lie? What would you no, say? I, I, I won't say it's a lie because it's uh, I've I've done my own study, and somebody somebody else has done his own study. Well, how would so, you explain then, Dadunduando? That's what I'm trying yeah, to establish. Yeah, how yeah, would you explain those it, who don't it, have disabilities? Yes, yeah, yeah. some other people. I, I don't know whether my research was too small. I can agree. If somebody can challenge me, I will accept the challenge. But in our culture, and according to my understanding, there is a private culture that they used to practice. If they, they know that we are in love with somebody who is, who is related, I, I don't know whether I'm allowed to divulge this because it's private. They, maybe they'll question me, where did you get it from? But in our culture, there is a process. They, they call it ikate. If your wife, uh, because she, firstly, when, he, when she discovered that she's already pregnant, they can give him some medicine, medication like Imbiza. That, that Imbiza will practice abortion. Unaware, because the elders, they will say, we are avoiding this thing. I, I don't want to go deep because maybe I will be questioning a lot at home. I, I'm not so much so, so old, but we have our own culture. If you sit down with the elders and, and ask, why uh, Mrs. Banbani, they committed this, but this, uh, the, the son is normal, it's not uh, it, uh, disabled. They, uh, they'll say privately, the first one was passed away already. How does it happen? They practice what we call It's so private, you can't find it anywhere. Okay. All right, we're taking a break and come back. We're going to come back. We're taking your calls, we're taking your text messages and your voice notes. You're still listening to Facts of Faith. Naye Lupondwana on SAFM. All right, we're going to jump in, take your calls. I uh, would like to hear what you have to say. I'm going to straight, go straight to the calls. Go to Tembisile from the Eastern Cape. Where in the Eastern Cape, Tembisile? Good evening. Hello. Tembisile. Tembisile, where are you in the Eastern Cape? Can you hear me? I can, Tembisile. I can. Go ahead. Where are you in the Eastern Cape? I would like to, to teach you a lesson. I can understand that you didn't grow up in the rural areas. <laughs> okay. Because you are a soldier, eh? <laughs> and there are a lot of, of, of clans of Wamatu. For instance, 
can marry Unokos, that is Matab. That is allowed. And you said it is not allowed. It is allowed to marry uh, from within the family, but you cannot marry, marry in the same house. That is not what is allowed. Are we still together? I'm listening, I'm listening sir. For instance, I'm born, I'm a child of Makiwa from Kuba family. But I can marry Umakiwa from another Kiwa family, but not from Kuba family. Okay. That's all, right. all that I wanted to tell you because I noticed that you don't understand well. Uh, I'm a one as dead as I want to. All right, thank you very much. Oh, Khadebe. Can you Khadebe marry another Khadebe? Yeah, as long as it's not a Lupondwan, you can. It is not just related to Lupondwan, you can. Okay. Okay, thank you very much, Devin Mazil. Appreciate your call. Okay, let's continue taking your call. Zanele from Cape Town. Good evening, Zamel. Zanele, good evening. Is Zanele still there? Um, so, um, my stepbrother, who I share the same dad with, his brother has a child with his cousin. They have the same aunt, so they share aunts, but they have a child together. So every holiday they would get together and sleep with each other and then there was a product of that. But the child is not disabled. That's right. We've seen so, so what, many of those. What, uh, what Mr. Ndwandi was saying, that the child will be disabled, that is the direct line. They, they share the same blood, essentially, because they share their aunts, their mothers or sisters. Yeah. And then the first cousins are now, they have a child now. It is a, a, a taboo. It is frowned upon. However, it does not necessarily mean the child will be disabled. Because how can you explain other disabilities? Indeed. Indeed. Thank you so very much, Zane. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, no. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was just uh, trying to elaborate that. It does not necessarily mean that your child will be disabled just because um, you... You're related. It does not mean yeah, you're related. It doesn't mean you should do it. But it just means that that's not the immediate outcome to say yeah. that just because your child is albino or your child is disabled, it was a, f- a result of being uh, related. That's not the case. There's okay. a medical uh, explanation for that, but not relation. Indeed, indeed. Thank you very much, Zane. All right, we're taking your calls, we're taking your voice notes, we're taking your text messages. I want to have my guests respond to this. Dr. Andre, want to respond to these two calls before we continue? Yes, my man, I hear you. Yes, did you hear the two calls? Yes, yes, I did hear Yeah, do you want to respond first to the one who says, actually, you can marry Echadev, <laughs> as long as you don't have the same surname. <laughs> Go ahead, respond. According to our culture, is the Zulu, maybe, I don't know who the culture of this, of this guy. I, we yes. can't have Umanduandwe, why I'm from, I'm missing Duandwe, my wife is from Guanduandwe. Yes. Uh, in our culture, it, 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 we are not allowed to do that. Because so, it's my, it's my sister. So Regardless if, whether he can be a Swazi or Sutu or 
which language we wish said, but if we are sharing the same same name, we are not allowed. Well, what about the same clan? Perhaps not the same surname now, but the same clan. In Isuzulu, you do have Abu Hatebe, isn't it? Yes. You do have Abu Lamini, right? Yes. So can a Lamini marry another Lamini? The gentleman who who just called now, Utembi uh, Sile says, I, yes. I I I don't know, and evidently you also don't know what you're talking about when you're saying it's not supposed to be happening. I know it's not allowed. It's they will say Okay. All right. Um, yes. let, let's 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 go to the pastor, um, uh, Pastor Mazindo. You're listening to this conversation about disabilities being a result of uh, incest, as we call it. How, what is your take? Is it true that there will be dis- disabled children, as you heard Uzanela suggesting, that even uh, children who are born with albinism are a result of, of, of incest? Is that true as far as your faith is concerned? Um, I, I, in, in as far as my faith is concerned, it's not, it's not true. Um, but then I'm, I want to also speak about, uh, as, a, as a marriage counselor for the past 17 years now, have seen hundreds of couples and at least safe to say about 50 families who had married their cousins or had had children with their cousins and none of them is disabled. Yeah. So, um, there's the, the issue of, uh, if you have a sexual relation with your relative, that means your ch- your children will be disabled. It's not true. It's definitely not true. Uh, it doesn't matter what. Even in history, it has never been true. In the Bible, it has never been true. Even in the counseling rooms, that the counseling sessions that I have with families, it has also never been true. And there are people who married other people who are not their relatives, and then they don't. They they, they actually have uh, people with disabilities. And I've been to I've been to Eswatini uh, several times. In Eswatin, every second person is a Lamini. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to imagine that they don't marry each other because if Laminis <laughs> don't marry each other, I mean, it will be such... Who, who are you going to marry? Yes. Who yes. are you going to marry? My <laughs> point exactly. So Laminis <laughs> get married to each other and there are, there's no disability there. So I want our listeners to know that the, the, this, this, this um, um, it, it's actually a myth that yeah. if you marry someone... We, who is your relative, your children will be disabled. We okay. are misrepresenting disability, and I don't want us to do it in this platform. Absolutely, absolutely. Sylvester, was my bed? All right, so we're going to conclude now our conversation. I want to give each of you 30, 30 seconds to give your concluding remarks. I'm going to begin with 30 seconds. Your closing remarks. Go ahead. As I say, according to my research, what I have done, I've got to prove. If somebody else comes with a challenge, I'll accept to the challenge. So I, I'm not saying what I'm saying is 100% because I, I mentioned that where I've done my research, it's happened. But according to our culture, we is not allowed. We are not allowed to get to get married somebody with your same clan. Uh, unfortunately, the time is over. Maybe I'll speak to the pastor outside because I want to know because we've got different uh, names. You can go to Swaziland. All right. Why they choose? to get uh, somebody so related to them to okay. get married. Our time is up. Thank you very much. I want to yeah. give uh, Pastor Mazindo your 30 seconds begins right now. 
Right. I have to reiterate from scripture that um, you are not supposed to marry someone who is closely related to you, but then you are allowed to marry your cousin even from the social culture so that you homogeneous again. And then the, the, the next thing that I want to say is uh, it's not true that if you if you have sex or you have um, marriage with a cousin with your cousin, uh, you will have children with disabilities. That is not true. You can marry your cousin and still have children and the family that is healthy. But All right, much as let's leave it right there, Pastor. My time is up. I have to go to the news. Thank you very much, Pastor Mazindo and Thank you very much to both of you. It's now 8 o'clock. It's time for the news once again. We come back with the bulletin after this.